When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome back to 365 Days with MXM Tune. I am Maya, a singer, songwriter, video maker, Oakland native, and a blood donor. I'm also a huge fan of history. I love untold stories, gross facts, hidden secrets, anything weird, dark, and funky from the past. Each day I'm going to share one of my favorite deep cuts with you, so let's take a look at today's stories. It's 365 with MXM Tune. New facts every day, so don't leave too soon. I'm gonna teach you stuff, no, it won't be tough. Gonna go a year till you've had enough. It's 365. Today in 1667, the first blood transfusion was administered to a human. Since then, the technology around this medical innovation has grown and changed drastically. So let's look back on how this practice has evolved. In the present day, doctors use blood transfusions when a patient loses too much blood in a surgery, after an injury, or if one's body isn't making blood properly. Some illnesses like anemia, leukemia, and kidney disease attack the body's red blood cells, which carry oxygen through your body. When cancer patients are treated with chemotherapy or radiation, it can also trigger the need for a blood transfusion. The idea of blood transfusions actually first came about due to the popularity of bloodletting. As early as ancient Greece, physicians believed that blood and other bodily fluids were called humors, and to stay healthy, your humors needed to be in balance. Supposedly, the pioneering ancient physician, Hippocrates, modeled the practice after menstruation, which he believed was the body purging its bad humors, the more you know. Bloodletting was common until the mid-1800s, but now it's considered outdated and ineffective. It's only now used to treat very rare blood diseases, like hemochromatosis, a condition in which the body produces too much iron. Part of why bloodletting was so dangerous was because it's very easy to accidentally drain the patient of too much blood, which could make them even sicker or cause them to die. That's exactly what happened on this day in 1667, when a 15-year-old boy in France was made to bleed too much. His physician realized that his patient needed more blood, so in an emergency moment of strange brilliance, he gave the boy a transfusion using sheep's blood. Against all odds, the boy survived and recovered. Historians aren't exactly sure who the physician was, since two people have been awarded credit for the same incident involving the sheep's blood. Some believe the doctor was... Jean-Baptiste Denis, the personal physician of King Louis XIV, who reigned over France for 72 years, longer than any other monarch of a sovereign country. Others say it was an English doctor named Richard Lower. Either way, this strange incident opened up a new line of inquiry for the doctors of the age. Could you put foreign blood into someone's body to help cure illness? It took about another 300 years for doctors to find out how to successfully administer a blood transfusion. Sheep's blood might have worked that one time in 1667, but let's just say there's a reason why we don't do interspecies blood transfusions anymore. The practice turned out to be so dangerous that it was banned. Scientists also found that when humans were given blood from other humans, it sometimes worked, but often could be very fatal. 
by 1901, an Austrian physician named Karl Landsteiner discovered why. There are four different types of blood, A, B, AB, and O, and they each have different compatibility with each other. Also, all four blood types can be positive or negative. So, for example, someone with AB positive blood can receive a transfusion from any blood type, while someone who is O positive can only receive blood from someone with O positive or O negative blood. Landsteiner won a Nobel Prize for his findings, which revolutionized the treatment of bloodborne illnesses. Now, we also know how to store blood so that if a patient needs an emergency transfusion, the hospital has the resources they need on hand. But where does that blood come from? Blood donation. Donating blood can truly save a life. If you're able to, find your nearest Red Cross location, hospital, or anywhere else that takes blood and schedule an appointment. Usually, doctors will take about half a liter of blood, which is a healthy amount to lose, but it's possible you might feel a little woozy after, and that's totally normal. Or you may feel just fine. You can donate blood once every two months. Plus, sometimes you get a juice box and snacks after. And hey, what's better motivation than free food? Now let's talk about music. On this day in 2018, our former guest host Tessa Violet released Crush, the first single from her album Bad Ideas. In the music video for the chill, catchy pop song, Tessa makes a supermarket look insanely cool, dancing around the store and moonwalking across the frozen waffle section. The song is about trying to play it cool when you have a crush, but on the inside, you're freaking out, and maybe the only way to calm yourself down is to dance across the canned goods aisle in the grocery store. Now, Tessa's video has over 80 million views on YouTube, so clearly, I'm not the only one who thinks that video rocks. I also just want to give a huge shout out to Tessa, not only for the fact that she makes incredibly catchy music, but to again, thank her so much for being a guest host on 365 Days. It was such a joy to have her host the podcast, and I'm so thankful that she is my friend. And now for the final segment of today's show, I will be going into my own photo archives to see what I was up to on a June 15th in my life. June 15th, 2018, I got my wisdom teeth removed and I was high as hell on laughing gas. Oh my God. I have like 18 selfies here right now of me doing peace signs as I was, um, uh, I was high on laughing gas. I was having the time of my life and I have a video here of me poking my lip which I could not feel because they numbed my entire mouth after the procedure and I was laughing and crying at the same time because I was thinking of squirrels and it was very oh god what a trip um my dad was laughing at me because I couldn't stop touching my lip and I was so freaked out by the fact that I couldn't feel it I had an incredibly swollen face for a very long time after that, and um, it took me a while to to recover from the laughing gas. I love you guys. That's me saying hello to my my Instagram followers that I <laughs> had at the time. Um, yeah, but I got my wisdom teeth removed, and uh, I'm glad that I don't need to do that again. Thanks for going back in time with me and remember to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. You can come back tomorrow for more stories from the past. Thanks so much for listening. It's 365 with MXM Tune. New facts every day, so don't leave too soon. I'm gonna teach you stuff. No, it won't be tough. Gonna go a year till you've had enough. It's 365.